Welcome to Grace Hour. You are listening to a word from the ministry of Pastor Elvis Ajima. Today's message. No blessing of God is spontaneous. It is a process that lands you into the blessing. It is the process. Everybody who ever walked in a massive blessings from heaven had to go through a process. But I've realized the secret of everybody's victory through that process. And that is what I want to bless you with tonight. That is what I want to bless you with. I have never seen God genuinely bless a man whose heart is far away from him. I'm here to see one. If God cannot control you, he cannot trust you with anything. If God cannot determine your steps, he will not be willing to enter. Are you a pastor? If God cannot control your heart, he cannot trust you with five members. Are you a businessman? If God cannot control your heart, he cannot trust you with the millions. Because for everything that leaves the hands of God into the hands of man is for a purpose. Sometimes it goes beyond the hand that is receiving. So God must have control over that heart. So that when that thing lands in the hand of that person, it can serve the purpose for which it was sent. The Bible said that let this mind of Christ be in you. For he was God, but he did not think himself as God. And he was made lower than a servant. Went through a shameful death. And the Bible says that wherefore have God given him a name that is above every name. Because of that, that is why in the ministry of Jesus, he never opened his mouth to bless. He thought, blessed is the meek. It means that he has told you the process to a blessing that is to be meek. Blessed are they that test and hunger for righteousness. For they shall be filled. So if you want to be filled with the Holy Ghost, be hungry, not for food, but for, but for genuine righteousness, purity, holiness. Because the Holy Spirit doesn't have a name. He's a spirit that imparts the nature of holiness. So if you want to have more of the Holy Spirit, desire for what he has. I'm speaking to some people here who have been, I've had many people ask me, Pastor, what is your secret? I have one secret. My life is missing. I can't find my heart anymore. I don't have a life. This is the realm Paul entered and God took over his life. Galatians 2.20 for I am crucified with Christ. Meaning you swear. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. But this life I live is not my own. I live it through Christ. Through faith in him. A man can stand and say that this life I live, it is not mine. My own is dead with Christ. Jesus didn't die for us so that we keep our life and take his own too. I'm talking to some people who can't let go of certain things God is telling you let go so that he can release his own. God does not top up. He needs an empty vessel to fill. You can't have half and tell God add half to it. It doesn't work. I'm talking to some people who can go before God today and tell God that God, today I renounce my life, I renounce my decisions. What do you have for me? 
what do you have for me? Why did God call Abraham my friend? Because he tested him. He said that, Abraham, give me your only son, the son you love. Abraham said, no problem, sir. Release the son. God said that, now I know that you are at my level. I can call you a friend. Because I'm also going to release the son I love. I was looking for a man who can do the same. I can walk with that man. God said, I've now found a man who is who is at my level, and now I will call you a friend. God told Samuel, I have found the man after my own heart. This this man, I love him. His name is David. This man, I love this man. Why? Because a lion and a bear caught his sheep and he ran after the lion and took the sheep. He said that he's acting like me. He's after my heart. And by John chapter 10, the Bible says that when Jesus came, he said that I am not a highland shepherd. A highland shepherd, a bear will take the sheep and the highland will run. But me, I'm a good shepherd. When a bear comes, I will run after him and take the sheep. So when he tells David that he's after my heart, all he's trying to say that this guy is like me. There is something God is looking for my people. There is something I know. I know you have been coming to church and you have been following and you have been asking God to bless you. Check your heart first. Check it. If God can control your heart, he will deliver the things. When the aspect of your life, you cannot say, God, let your will be done. It is unlikely you will not see, or it's likely you will never see God in that aspect. I'm talking about entering into a dimension of blessing. Of blessing. At the point where nothing means nothing to you. Anything, nothing. You have lost interest in everything. If I tell you I like something on earth, I'm lying, I'm lying to you. If I tell you today that I'm interested in something, I'm lying. There is something this heart is panting for, and that is God. I'm not satisfied with how much I know. I'm looking for another thing. I'm looking for it. There are many of us having visions of having the world. And God says that the whole world cannot buy even one soul. And you think that. It's worth it to have the world. Calling for people tonight. I know some of us come to church for fun. They move a brave baby, a baby, because of people. They move a brave bomb pioneer because of people. But never forget that the master is always in our midst. Right now he is there. And he is looking. When, when we were told that everybody should pray what he wants, God was looking for people who asked him that I want you. And you would have added every other thing. God was looking for people who say, Lord, it's you I want. It's you I want. You want We have lost it. Some of us have lost it. We are not looking for anything else apart from that God. And and yesterday night when I was praying, I began telling God, I'm not even interested in ministry again. I, I want you. I was telling God, I'm not 
actively interested in ministry. The Bible says, Thomas told Jesus, so has God and it's enough. That is, that for about three years, that scripture became my best scripture. Every time I look at it, so has God and it's enough. Thomas said, Jesus, so has God. It became my favorite scripture for more than three years. So has God, and it's enough. We have seen you walk on the sea. We have seen you multiply bread. We have seen, but we are desiring for one more thing. This God you have been talking about, this Father you have been saying you are one with Him. Show Him to us, and it's enough. The Bible, other verses says, and we will be sufficient with it. Another verse says, it will suffice us. So has God. Praise. We came to worship. Did you even know the God you were worshiping? The day shall run on and it's moving and it's going and it's going. My fear is that one day God will not meet me and say, Where are you coming from? Anytime. When he met, the Bible says the sons of God gathered before him. And Satan appeared and he located only Satan. And said, where are you coming from? In other words, for you, I don't have accounts of your life. So you, where are you coming from? He has been moving with Adam. Moving with Adam. But the day Adam disappeared, he said, Adam, where are you? In other words, Adam, you have misruled. I'm looking for you. For you, I know where you are, but I'm still waiting to locate you somewhere. Say you go see Will he ask us or tell us thou good and faithful servant? Or he will tell us where are you coming from? Because me locate you were baby, we were not found there. Listen, every now and then we hear testimonies in this house. But on my birthday, I want to show you why things work for me. It goes beyond my prayer life. It goes beyond it. My wife will tell you yesterday the time I slept and the time I woke up. That I'm still standing here. And the wolf yesterday, I didn't eat. The wolf today, I've not eaten. You tell you. But where I am going to in life and where I am today, it is not by courtesy of the fasting and the prayer. A certain heart that has lost everything and is looking for God. That is it. That is it. That is it. How can a man marry? And carry his wife to a program that that is our honeymoon, and we go morning se- session and go evening session, and we by th- that ministry you must get there by 5 a.m. So we get to the church by 5 a.m. and leave by 10 p.m. That was our honeymoon. I'm looking for God. I'm looking for something. I'm looking for something. I'm looking for something. I must find it. 
one day I prayed to God and I told God that the most the most painful thing I will ever go through is to see him and be surprised is to die before I see him is to go to heaven and be surprised anything that is in heaven I must see it whilst on it anything that is about God I must experience it whilst on it if I go to heaven and the prophetic gift is there who am I going to prophesy to the healing gift who am I going to heal it is on it but it doesn't come by that I command a prayer I command a prayer I have never seen, I've never heard, I've never read about a man who sought God and died disappointed. You cannot, you cannot see God and die disappointed. You cannot see God and be wasted at the end. Tonight, my only way of blessing I'm giving you is that lose everything for God and everything will chase you. Every other thing will chase you. Every other thing. I'm, I'm talking to every single person here. Change your conversation. Change your thinking. Start looking for something higher. Start looking for it. There is somebody who carries everything you will ever need. Chase him wherever he is. He is with you. He is with you right now. But let him know you need him more than everybody. Let him know you need him more than anything else. That will be the beginning of your exploit. Today, a man of God sent me a message. He, he said that you look so strange. It seems you don't need you don't nothing bothers you in life. Anytime we will talk, we are talking about ministry, God, Jesus. Why? You, we have never discussed anything. He said, maybe that is why your life is strange. He said, you've got the key. I'm not doing ministry so that tomorrow I'll be blessed. It has never crossed my mind that for what such a useless thought such a useless mentality do you know do you know what your Jesus can give you? Do you know what he can give you? 
Juniper from nothing and have made them something when they were not thinking about anything but him alone. But there were some people who were just after God, after God, after God, after God. Suddenly, their feet landed somewhere. Where other people are fought for. Suddenly, their feet got there. I don't know what Say, my father, I hunger for you. I thirst for you. Thank you for listening to Pastor Elvis Ajeman. Pastor Elvis is a dynamic teacher of the Word of God. He's an author, a passionate preacher of God's Word, with a desire of transforming lives in the power of the Spirit. His ministry is characterized by a great outpouring of the Holy Ghost with accompanying signs wonders and uncommon miracles. He's the head pastor of Grace Mountain Ministry, located at Seven Days Junction, off the Achimota of Ancor Barrier, Accra. You can follow the ministry of Pastor Elvis Ajiman on any of his social media handles at Pastor Ajiman Elvis or Grace Mountain Ministries. Or you can call us on 0552-504-085 or 0548-0050. 0360. God richly bless you.